You're listening to the Luke Page Podcast, episode number seven with Ben Sorkald. Make sure you stay up to date and click subscribe because I release a new episode every two weeks. And you can also find me on Instagram at Luke Page underscore underscore underscore. So um, Benny and I, we've actually known each other for several years uh, when I, I did a, a business course a number of years ago and Ben was actually an advisor and mentor for the company. Um, so out of all the advisors that were there, there's probably about five or six. Ben really stood out to me because I just loved, I loved the way that he presented on stage. I loved his energy. Uh, I loved his personality, his humor. And um, the funny thing was is that I ended up going on to work for a coaching company where we helped coaches build their online business to seven figures. Ben went on to actually start his own coaching business and he joined the program of the company that I worked at. So I then ended up I ended up coaching him. I did um, sales training with him. So um, we've both coached each other other at times in our life. So I've got a massive respect for him. And just in this episode, we really um, just discuss, like he just discusses like the the effect of discipline and routine and structure and organization, the effect it has on your business um, and the results. It's, uh, it really made me look at my discipline and my routine and my structure and everything like that and the consistency i thought i was doing pretty well but after speaking to him on this episode made me realize i've got so much room to improve um so anyway get ready make sure you uh, make sure you strap yourself down for this one you're going to get a real kick up the ass uh so anyway enjoy the episode Welcome to the Luke Page Podcast. I am here to inspire people to live a life that they love. It's why I do what I do. Join me on the pursuit of my life's vision and my own business success through meeting amazing business owners, entrepreneurs, and forward-thinking people that are here to make impact and change the world. Welcome here to Luke Page Podcast. Every single week I speak to new business owners, entrepreneurs, and I basically get their story and I, I, I find out about their journey and get an insight into their expertise. Today I've got with me Ben Salkold. And he Salkold, actually helps. Cool. Salkold? <laughs> That's a tough one to pronounce, man. It is, mate. <laughs> so he it actually is. helps middle-aged men run that run a successful business that are looking to operate at a high potential in regards to their to physically, mentally, and emotionally. Um, Benny, man, welcome on. Thanks, brother. Thanks for having me here. What a cool Thanks. little setup, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Where you been? Where you been, mate? I haven't seen in, in months and months. Mate, it's, uh, I'm just down in the trenches, brother. You know, like uh, everything that uh, I, I coach and teach, my men, I'm doing myself. So you know, I'm a very highly structured, very routine-driven person. I think one of the things that, a lot of people are fascinated with it. They're like, man, like how can we never on fucking Instagram or Facebook or, you know, really putting this stuff out there, man? Because I'm, I'm, I'm actually just out there doing it at this stage, you know, really, I, I am, well, I was doing this before, you know, the term discipline comes from uh, the notion of disciple. And I see myself as a disciple to the Rising Kings movement. And so every day, anything that I coach and help these guys go through I have to do at the highest of standards. And so that's where I've been, man. Like I'm a father, I'm a husband, uh, and I run this business and I lead very heavily on that in terms of standards. So when you add all that up, mate, and you're playing it 100% in all facets of life, some people might say you you seem to disappear. Yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> well, I guess the social game, yeah. I mean, because it's kind of like, 
these days, if you don't see someone, well, I know with me, if I don't see someone on social, sometimes it's, that's the way you communicate. Um, so it's, if, if it's like, if I've got a few mates that aren't on social, you hardly ever see them. Yeah. You might bump mm. into them at a wedding or something like that. But um, anyway, man, like, like tell me about what exactly you do. Yeah. And how you got yeah. into business. Absolutely. So what I do now, man, is I help middle-aged men, so men who are 35 plus that run business. So we're really focusing on men who have a successful business, but they're looking for ways to actually increase their output in terms of their performance, their productivity, their focus, their clarity, uh, and uphold them to a higher level of standard when they show up as father, husbands, and business leaders. Uh, the reason for this is as men, as we move through middle age, uh, you can go down one of two paths. You can go down what we refer to as like a midlife crisis, uh, which is kind of like the standard, the norm. And, you know, society says that that's okay. Uh, I look at it through a different lens, which is midlife mastery, which is actually completely changing the way you show up as a man through middle age, which sets you up for maximum success through your 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s and beyond. And it really comes down to a way of life. Uh, it's letting go of old past notions. Now we really look at this version 1.0 to version 2.0 shift. So the man that leads into 35 plus is your version 1.0. Uh, but a lot of the characteristics, traits, uh, values, etc., that live within that man aren't serving them anymore. And so we find these guys who are 35 plus that feel like they've hit a ceiling, mate, you know, like they might be successful in business, but they're not loving it the way they, they used to. They're struggling a little bit on the home front. It's really hard to find this work-life balance that people talk about. Their fitness and health has dropped a little bit, you know, and, and they feel that they're, they're operating at sort of 20 to 30% of their, their true capacity. Um, we come in, the Rising Kings experience, we take them through this 12-week accelerator. We literally transition and change their entire identity in the way that they show up. So they come off the back of it as version 2.0, which is this much higher level of standard in the way that they operate as fathers, as husbands and as business leaders. And off the back of that, you know, the pieces that uh, the tangible results are business profits fucking go through the ceiling. Uh, their team performance goes, uh, you know, 2X, 3X. Sometimes we have them showing up where we just have relationships that have almost uh, gone to the point beyond even more exciting and more passionate than what it was when they first met their wife. And we get a lot of uh, in, like inbound emails and texts from wives just saying, thank you for returning my husband. But also too, you know, we do this because, and I do this is because there's a young generation, there's a generation of children that are coming up that are looking to men to redefine what masculinity is these days. Uh, and it's one thing to talk about it. I know that it's a, it's a fairly, a uh, big discussion point out there. Uh, I'm just of the belief we can fucking argue about it all day or we just get out there and fucking live it. And that's, and that's what we do. Uh, so that's, that's what I do at the moment. Mate. The, the, uh, how I got to this position is my, this is my third business. Uh, I've been uh, an entrepreneur. I've been playing the entrepreneurial game since 2008 was my first business. Uh, prior to that, I'm a aerospace engineer by trade. I've never worked a day as a fucking aerospace engineer. I've actually never worked a day as an engineer, to be honest with you. Um, so my first business, uh, I made, you know, all the mistakes. I ran it for four years, blood, sweat and tears, mate. Like just working 18, you know, 19 hour days, no shit of a life, five days a week, six days a week, uh, often seven days a week. Like it was just grind and hustle, build a small team, 
no strategy, no planning, all the, all the things that I look at now and I just go, fuck, that was ridiculous. How, how did you even get that far for four years uh, to do that? But I had to let that business go uh, when I had my first uh, child. That was, that was quite tough. I went back into um, the workforce. I had the entrepreneurial itch again. I started a second business, uh, Beastbox, which was in the supplements game. I didn't make the same mistakes twice. I built and sold that quite quickly with a business partner over 18 months. It was a reluctant sell. Uh, my business partner and I didn't see eye to eye. And I'll talk a little bit more about that shortly. Um, and then uh, I took a year off uh, at that point in time. So I was about 34 when I sold that business. Mate, I was a shit husband. I, I was a good dad, um, but I wasn't a great dad. I wasn't showing up as my best version across all facets of my life. Good at business, everything else felt like a hard slog. I was numb. I was disconnected. I really didn't know who I was. I was unfulfilled. I was unhappy. Uh, it really hit me like a ton of bricks. Uh, when I sold that second business, I went on a surf trip to the Mentawis. Something I'd always thought about for 10 years prior was like my big thing. Like, you know, this surf trip's going to be the trip of my fucking life. Uh, when I was there, man, all I thought about was the family. All I wanted to do was be back with my family. Yet when I'm with my family, all I can think about is getting to the fucking Mentawis. And so I had all my mates who were just frothing on this, some of the, the world's best surf breaks, like having an awesome time. And I just didn't find any joy, man. I, I didn't find any excitement in it. I was just kind of like cruising along, having an okay time. And that's when it hit me. I was just like, fuck, something is up here. Like I'm almost middle age. I was 34 at that stage. Uh, and I had to do something about it. I really found myself questioning who am I? What do I want? Like, what is happiness? Like, if I can't get enjoyment out of a surf trip in the Mentawis, where the fuck are you going to get joy from? Mm. And that started me on my, on my journey, man, my journey uh, into the world of uh, internal work, spirituality, uh, self-development, you know, really digging in on a lot of this stuff around meditation, journaling, uh, areas of my life I'd, I'd never even fucking thought about. I was just a high achiever. As a, as a guy, you know, just running at a hundred million mile an hour, pushing myself physically and mentally as far as I could, but never tapping into that emotional state. Uh, and so over the years, um, I, I transformed my life. I had a lot of uh, men, friends in my life that uh, saw the transition, saw the change, saw, saw the shift, uh, especially with the connection with my wife, with my kids, with myself, my confidence change, all these different things. And they asked me, they're like, what are you doing, dude? Like, how, how the fuck do you go from, you know, this old school Benny to this new person? Like, what, what are you doing differently? Um, and so I shared with them some of the methodologies I was following, some of the uh, work that I was doing. I uh, took a group of guys out to the Blue Mountains of, of Sydney. I took them through a, a little sort of two-day boot camp where I just kind of taught them everything I knew and I showed them exactly how I showed up. And that's how Rising Kings was born, man. Nice, man. So, like, basically, are you, are you saying that you've created Rising Kings just through your own experience, what you've learned along the way from successes and failures, and then you've just put together something that basically you needed? Does that sound right? Yeah. So, Rising Kings wasn't called Rising Kings at the time. It was just a way I needed to – man, I had to save my marriage. I had to save my sanity. I – knew I was capable of so much more, yet I was showing up at like 30% of the man that I knew I could be. And I didn't want to be like, I love my father. He's a beautiful man. But, you know, these men that grew up in, in back, back in those days, they didn't have 
this type of awareness. And so it was okay to be pissed off. It was okay to be disconnected. It was okay to be that grumpy old man, you know, who just fucking gets angry and triggered and pissed off and yells at everyone. And it's everyone else's fault except my own, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but they did it with love. They just didn't know any better. And when I was looking through that lens, I was like, Fuck, I don't want to be that guy. One for my children, one for my soul as well. Like it's unfair on my soul to, to go, oh, well, I'm just going to have to live the second half of my life a little bit miserable because that's how men roll. I was like, fuck, this is wrong. This is not right. Uh, and that's how it, how it became, man. I just had to find a way to fucking change the way and the lens I look at life. And that's how the business was born. Yeah. Sick, man. So, I mean, I guess we could go a few ways with everything you said there. What would you, what would you say like the elements are that or the, the pillars or the whatever it is that you use right now that you use to get, I guess you put, do you take it from 1.0 or to 2.0? Is that what you called it? Mm-hmm. That transition. What are the pillars and the elements that you use now and also what you teach? What would, like, what would they be? Yeah. So I like to keep things very simple. Like I said at the start, you know, aerospace engineer, try to keep that um, engineering side, which is quite logical, especially for men. Uh, there's three things we really focus on out of that, which is routine, structure, and discipline. Like if you nail routine, if you have structure in your life and you have the discipline to follow through with it all, you find this level of freedom. You know, Jocko Willink uh, he's a guy who, you know, claims, you know, discipline equals freedom. And, and I agree. I think there's levels of that as well. Uh, we, just, we just add in the routine and the structure they have there as well. So there are three sort of main pillars that we focus on. Uh, morning power routine that we run every single day. We score ourselves on that. So you have a score at the end of every week uh, out of 70. And we make sure all our men hit above 80% or more. Uh, otherwise, there's a penalty off the back of it. So that drives that standard and discipline that's in there. We have weekly structure in terms of really making sure guys review their week. You need to look at where are your blind spots, where are things working, where are things not, so that you can adapt and move and shift uh, as necessary off the back of that. Inside of that, um, we play around with what we call the power pillars. And there's four of those, which is really focusing on your health, your relationships, your business, and your mindset. And so every day, before you hit work, before you go into production mode, we make sure that we hit that morning power routine across the power pillars so that you can be more productive, more focused, more on point, get more of the right things done at the right time. You're less busy, you're more productive, you're more connected, you're less triggered. Uh, and you just find that all of a sudden you can start to see and believe the path that you're on and where you're heading and it builds confidence when you see that progress, it also builds consistency and certainty, which is what I believe we're all searching for at the end of the day. Nice, man. So can we break down each step? So starting with like, say your morning power routine, mm. like for anyone listens to this year, which is generally early stage business owners, because um, some people have morning routines, yeah? Um, a lot don't. Some people's morning routines is that the alarm goes off and they say, fuck me. Um, and then they snooze for fucking three hours. <laughs> so what are we talking that about? That does What's feel the- good. Yeah. Short term. <laughs> so um, what are some examples we talking about for, for like a power routine or what, like, what's some suggestions you can give to someone out there that maybe doesn't have a routine right now, morning mm. routine, or maybe they want to step it up, yeah? Yeah. So I think the first thing is, like you said there, you should have a specific time you get up every day. 
Uh, so my alarm goes off at 4.20 a.m. Uh, I've shifted towards that, right? So a year and a half, two, two years ago, uh, I was a 5.30 a.m. starter. I've slowly moved it back. It's now 4.20 a.m. Uh, some mornings I'll wake at 3.30. I can't get back to sleep and I'll just get up. But I know my cutoff time is 4.20. I must get up at 4.20. So one is having that consistency. You don't have to get up at 4.20, but I'm just saying like find a time that you get up to every day and you need to build the discipline around actually getting up. Like, like those people who hit the snooze alarm. Yeah. I don't hit the snooze, but I can tell you at 4.20, there are days I do not want to get the fuck up. Do you, is but I'm disciplined. Is this seven days a week or like so five I do that, days a week? I do that five days a week. Uh, yes. Saturday will be a 6.30 start and Sunday will yep. be a 6.30 start. Okay. So yep. um, talk to me around about waking up. Because like, like with me, for example, I've, um, I've always been like to struggle to kind of get out of bed, yeah? Like if mm. I had to naturally wake up, I find my natural time is probably – seven ish seven thirty but saying that i wake up early i just don't want to get out of the bed because fucking freezing so i've been yeah. working backwards yeah and i've I, i've got down to about 5 20 but i'm lately i've been a little bit you know some days are 5 20 when i've got shit on yeah but when i haven't got stuff on i'll get up at maybe six or so yep. so talk about the importance of sticking to 5 20 i'm i'm actually curious man yeah, because it's it's setting you up, right? In terms of you say you're going to do something, you're going to fucking do it. So this and this this leads into business, early stage business. Because if you're sitting there and you're flaking on uh, getting up, hey, I'm going to get up at six a.m. tomorrow. Ah, oh, fuck. Okay, alarm goes off. Oh, I'll do it at six fifteen. I'll do it at six twenty. You've already broken code. Mm. So when you're when you're subconsciously saying, "Hey, I'm going to turn this business into a million dollar business," but then shit gets a little bit hard. Ah, oh, fuck! You know, like it's the same. It's the same message. It just gets played over in your head day after day after day. And so there's that rule of discipline that that sits in there. Hey, if I say I'm going to do something, I fucking do it. Um, in terms of you know, like you're saying there, there's days where you got things on and things that you don't. This is why a morning power routine matters because regardless of what you have in terms of production business, you still go through your morning power routine. There is still a set of, you know, these singles that we achieve every single day to help us with our mindset, our relationships, our business and our health to ensure that we are on point. And that's done seven days a week. Okay. So the routine's done seven days a week and then waking up at the same time, it's like minimum five days a week. And then I guess if needed, you can have a little bit of reward and go a little bit later. But I mean, what's, what's, your, what's your stand on, say, weekends, for example? Like say if someone wants to sleep into 9 a.m. or I mean, with me, for example, I, on the mm. weekend, I like to just lay in bed with the missus. So yeah. it's sometimes we stay in bed till 8 a.m., 8.30. Uh, what, what's your stance around that? Look, it's important to, to spend time with, with your partner. I don't know what you're doing between like 6 a.m. and 8 a.m., but I'm sure it's it's your page, <laughs> mate. Like it's <laughs> it's the business. It's the business end of life. <laughs> um, I just think it's important if if you're going to do that, maybe have the discussion with your wife. Hey, tomorrow let's let's we'll lie in bed, but let's get up at eight. So it's just again set the number and then do it like i get it like you know sometimes it's nice to lie in bed i've, I've got two little kids that you know like you, you don't really get a line but we'll do something else so instead of just lying in bed hanging out or we might lie in bed for half an hour but then we'll get up and then we'll go and do something together uh, so we set that time that we're going to get up and and start operating because then then you have 
clarity around the structure of your day. Now I get it, you know, like it feels nice to lie in bed, but let's say you, you muck around, you lie around, da, 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 and then you look at your watch and like, holy shit, it's 11 a.m. and it's Saturday, half your day's gone. And then, because I've been that guy, and then for the rest of the day, you're just almost playing catch up, you're pissed off, you're like, I can't believe I laid in bed till 11.30, da, da, da. It was because there was no structure or plan put in place before. Now, I'm, I'm a very structured person. Uh, my wife isn't as structured as I am. And so sometimes there's discrepancies, but it's like I said I was getting up at eight. I fucking get up at eight. Uh, my wife loves me for it, but there's also two. You know, there's times where it's like, you know, come, let, let's just lay for a little bit longer. But I'm like, I fucking said I'm doing it to eight. I stick to my plan, sister. I got to get up. <laughs> she, yeah, she, yeah. Loves, she loves me for it. But there's, you know, there's, there's flexibility. But it, it, again, it's, it's, I, I think the objective here is set that plan the day before set that structure and then have the discipline to be able to stick to it because it's all those little one percenters as you build your business that is seriously going to help you become successful Mm. that's sick i love that all right so what would be the next step or or pillar that we're talking about after like a a morning routine and sticking to our word and getting the morning the same time so Outside of business, like, like I said, there's, there's the other three elements, which is health, relationships, and mindset. And so we make sure that each of those, um, we do something in that realm each day before we start our production, doing our, our business or doing whatever it is you need to do for the day. So we spend quite a bit of time doing meditation. We do journaling. We do gratitude journaling plus free journaling. Uh, in terms of health, you know, I, I do CrossFit. Uh, five days a week and I do a soft sand run on my sixth day, about seven Ks on soft sand. Um, and then on my seventh day is just active recovery with the kids. You know, I'll take them up to the BMX track, have a ride, all that sort of thing. But doing something physical, uh, you need to get out of your comfort zone just for a good, you know, like you only need to do it for 20 to 30 minutes, but push yourself. You know, I get a lot of guys going, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm like, that's fine. Just do fucking burpees for 30 minutes. And I guarantee you'll, uh, you'll find your pace. So it's just doing something that gets the sweat up, gets the heart rate up. Again, putting it that, that time into you because once business starts, as we all know, it is very hard to find time to do the things that we need to do on ourselves. So we get it all done in the morning. Uh, every day I do a daily gesture of love. So I have these little heart-shaped post-it notes. I write a message to my wife, my son and my daughter. I stick it on their wall every morning at 4.20. It's the first thing I do when I get up. So when they wake up, they've got a little message that just tells them how much I love them. Uh, I do a cold shower every day. I do three and a half minutes at the moment uh, through the middle of winter. Uh, it's brutal. It's hard, but it's getting the the uh, the mind to actually be in control. I say I'm going to do it. I'm going to fucking do it. It's going to be uncomfortable, but I'm not going to die. It's got to get done. And again, all all these little bits lead up to uh, the business side of things, which is you know priority number one for anyone starting a business and who loves business. Because mm-hmm. by the time I get to business. I know my, my relationships are tight, right? I know I've done, I've done some stuff on my health. I feel good. I feel alive. I feel rejuvenated. I feel energized. And then my mindset is on point. I've just done my gratitude journaling. I've done my meditation. I'm clear. I know why I'm doing what I'm doing. So then it comes to business. And then the final thing we do is we go through our plan for the day. What's the execution plan? What am I actually doing today? Now, I go down to the point where I have mine blocked out in 30-minute increments. I use pen and, uh, pencil and paper with an eraser because shit moves around. But every day, I've got a plan. I know exactly where I need to be and what I need to do. 
And so that's how I run my morning power routine. So then, boom, it's go time. Then you can pick up your phone. Then if, it, if, if, it's in your, if it's in your plan to look at emails then, fucking look at your emails then. If it's to go onto social, go onto social then. But you need the plan. If you go into it with no intention, that's when shit gets out of control. Uh, we get up with no intention. Oh, fuck, I'll check my email now. I'll check Facebook right now. I'll pick up the phone. I'll, I'll just try and do something with no real intention. And then we wonder why we're working 16, 18 hour days and not really making progress. It's because we're not working on the right things at the right time because we haven't put that plan in place. And also two, we've got all these other areas of our life that aren't being looked after and we start to fall behind. We feel pissed off, we feel frustrated. We start to feel um, distracted where we've got low energy, we've got low drive. And then that's where businesses start to crumble and start to fail. Nice. So every morning, so this is what you do. You get up, you do your power routine. Morning power routine. Then you do journaling. Then you do uh, exercising. And this is all before you start work and it's, it's consistent. Is that right? 100%. Yeah, I, I can run you through exactly what I do. 4.20 a.m., daily gesture of love. So I write those notes. So I hop in my gym gear and I write those notes for my wife and kids. I go downstairs. I do my three things I'm grateful for in my journal. So I do it with pen and paper. Uh, I write out the three things I'm grateful for and why. I then read the Daily Stoic. I have a book, The Daily Stoic. We all go through that and we read the passage of the day from The Daily Stoic, which helps us set up for understanding this emotional roller coaster we go through, but he helping you understand like it just is what it fucking is. Like the obstacle is the way. Like it's, it's really about you need to focus on what you can control versus not what you can't, like what you're not able to control. And then being okay with that and then moving forward. Off the back of that, I do my free journaling. Uh, sometimes I'll use whatever came up in the Daily Stoic to do that or I'll journal on something that's resonating with me at that stage in time. It might be a challenge I'm going through. It might be just a message I want uh, to write to my father or my mother. I don't actually send it, but I'll write it in there to, to let them know how much I love them just for me to feel that. I then go through my meditation. I do 10 to 15 minutes of meditation. In my morning power routine, which is slightly different to, to what we coach through the Rising Kings experience because I've added uh, elements and removed elements depending on the foundational work that they do. But I personally, I'll do a 15-minute stretch routine. I then head out the door. I go to CrossFit. I do my CrossFit session. I come back. I do my cold shower. I come down. I spend time with my family. I do breakfast with them. I then uh, get my kids to school. I then listen to a podcast on the way to work, on the way to the office. When I get to the office, before I do anything else, I plan out my day. That might take five to 10 minutes. I have my day planned. Then I get stuck into my daily plan. And every single day I'm time tracking, which you can see here, which is like literally tracking my minutes of the day in terms of like what areas of the business am I working on. And as I said, like it, it doesn't have to be that fucking intense right? For someone who's starting, but having some form of routine that you put in play to ensure that all areas of your life are tucked in is going to help you become more productive, more focused and get more of the right shit done in your business every day. That's sick. That's sick. So, so how long does this all go for, man? Like before you start work, let's just say that Let's just say that um, from when you start planning the day, actually when you officially start, from you waking up to starting, how long is this, this period? Yeah, so depending on the day with the kids, you know, taking them to school and stuff. So on, a, so on my Thursday, I come and do my soft sand run uh, in Manly. So again, I get up at 
Uh, it's a half hour commute, a 25 minute commute down to the beach. I do all my morning power, part of my morning power routine at home, except for the exercise. I get down to the beach, then I do my run, then I do my cold shower, etc. Like I'm on the floor ready to roll by quarter past seven. Okay, so that, that's three hours, but that includes commute time plus, you know, my 40 minutes of running plus a commute across to the office. Uh, I do a cold immersion, so I swim in the ocean uh, on Thursdays as well for a good 15 minutes. But in terms of the foundations, right, we call it the fundamentals, putting that initial morning power routine. And I'll, I'll, I'll let your audience know, or you can put it in the show notes where they can get a, access to a copy of uh, just the basics. You know, it's just like version one that you'd want to put in place seven steps. You can get that stuff done in like 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. You know, if you, if you just spend 20 minutes on, on exercise, you can get the rest done in 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, I, I know some people are probably listening like, fuck, three hours. I don't have three hours. Well, it's a lie. You do. You just have to get up fucking earlier. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah. It's, it actually, you know, drives the business in terms of growth faster than anything else. Like, because it just forces you to get more of the right things done in less time. Yeah. But I guess what I'm saying here is like, for, for those who might be listening, is just start with the basics, like the basic foundations, which is the seven step morning power routine that we put out. So, like, so what about when, you know, those, those mornings where you can't be fucked? And I'm, I'm not talking about where most mornings you're probably like, oh, shit, this is tough. This is challenging. I'm talking about where you're feeling shit or bad or low and you're really struggling. Like, what, what, what do you do in, that, in those situations? I mean, like I said at the start, like, I'm a disciple of the rising kings. Mm. I have to. I have to live and breathe this movement if I'm, if I'm telling others how to do it. I think this has been one of the biggest differences in this business versus other people that I see running their own businesses is this level of authenticity and the level that they show up, especially in coaching. It's, it's one thing to talk about it. Like I could sit here and say, yeah, I do all this. Yeah, and may, and, and you know, let's say I only do it three days a week. The thing is, there's a, there's a level of it or in authenticity that lies within that if that's the truth. So I have confidence. Like you can tell by the way I speak, like I'm fucking confident with this shit and I have certainty around it is because I live it every single day. And the days I don't want to do it, I fucking do it because I know there's men out there who start the process with us who don't want to do it. Now, if, if that was the case and I didn't do it when I didn't want to do it and they're like, oh man, it's too hard today. Oh, that's okay, mate. That's cool. Don't have to worry about it today. Let's just start again tomorrow. That's not how it fucking rolls. It's like, bro, I get it. It fucking hurts. Today, it really hurt. But you know what? I got up and got it fucking done. Get up and get it done or don't show up. Like, don't be part of this. Don't pretend to do it half ass. You know what I mean? It's all in or all out. Like, we are big on that and we hold our men to a very high level of standard to do it. And I think all coaches need to think about this in their business is, you must live and breathe whatever it is that you're coaching. And when you do, a, a new level of certainty and confidence will come off the back of that and your clients will, he, will hear that and know that. And that's, that's what drives me, man. On the days where I don't want to get up, like it fucking hurts. And it's like, maybe you've had four hours sleep. Maybe you're ex extremely exhausted. You've been up all night with the kids because one of them's been sick. And the alarm goes off at 4.20 and there's a million reasons in your head to go, mate, just take the day off today it's like dude you you can't like rising kings is right there you you are watching you you must do this you must get up and so you get it done 
That's so cool, man. It's so cool. Uh, it's uh, it's really it's just inspiring to listen to you. It's 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 quite um, it's quite it's it's like your uh, it's like similar to army values. Would you say how disciplined they unstructured are? And yeah, absolutely. Like we we bring in quite a few military principles. Like I I have a undue like a full respect for those guys who go through military SAS, Navy SEALs, all that. I've done. Uh, quite a lot of commando training and being pushed through 24 hour, you know, SAS training, etc. cetera. Uh, I don't serve on that level, but I fucking have a respect for it because for men, like I, I, I assume it's the same for women, but I only work with men, but there's that level of, like I was saying before, when you know and you push yourself to those levels and you actually do what you know you're capable of doing, mm-hmm. you feel better. Mm. Now that doesn't mean like being cut, like being comfortable isn't always the path. Like sitting on the couch, eating chips, watching Netflix might feel good in that moment, but later on you don't feel good about that. If you got up and pushed yourself and showed up for your wife, maybe cooked dinner for her, um, you know, went and did some training, you know, did showed up for your kids were more present, put the phone down at 5 PM instead of 7 PM really fucking were present uh, over the weekend with your family, et cetera, showed up as a leader in your business and actually was authentic and, and vulnerable and explained to them, hey, this is, this is the path we need to go on with our business. I don't have all the answers, but I, I really think as a unit we can do that. Like hosting that sort of conversation and doing those sorts of things enables the individual, the man to actually feel better about who he fucking is every single day. And that's the legacy we're all choosing to lead. Like we, we don't want to just be forgotten. If you think down in your heart of hearts, you get one shot. Your soul gets one, one go at this. And we know 90% of the time we are operating at maybe 30% of our capacity, of our capability. And I'm not saying you've got to get it to 100, but just put in that little bit of extra effort and you feel better off the back of it. And that's what starts the ball rolling. And that's what I believe, like in terms of the military, they do the things that they don't want to do, but they have a sense of accomplishment every time they go through that. And that's how I feel each day when I nail my morning power routine and get a good productive day at business, come back, I'm able to spend that time with my wife, with my kids and I go to bed and I feel good. Like I'm, I'm like, I accomplished today. I smashed it today. Mm. How do you go with... Um how do you go with doing the same thing over and over and still, still getting a lot out of it? Like with me, for example, with my morning, morning routine, I change it up a lot because I get impatient with it. If I do the same thing over and over, I get bored of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I'll tend to do is I'll take elements out. So I'll have periods where I meditate constantly and I'll go, I'll start getting over the meditation and I'll change it to something else. So if you do the same routine over and over and over, um, if you do, how do you, I guess it comes down to a discipline thing, but just talk me through that. How do you constantly do the same thing over and over and over? Cause there's levels of mastery that, that come with this. Like I, you, you never actually master it, but the more consistent I meditate, the deeper I seem to be getting. And it's, it's, it's very, uh, incremental. Mm-hmm. But I know when I meditate now is completely different to how I was meditating three months ago in terms of how, how deep I go with it and the feeling I get off the back of it, the sense of clarity I get, 
The same with my journaling. If you look at my journals from three, four years ago and the type of language, uh, belief systems, uh, the things that I was writing about versus the stuff I write about today, there's this new level, like this deeper level that's, that's come about. And so it's, it's looking at it through that lens is that, you know what, like I'm here to serve and become a master at these particular things because I know that they are helping me show up as a better person every single day. Yes, there is some level of monotony to it, but I know these are the fundamental things that are truly actually making a difference in my life. Hell yeah, man. Well, is there any additional advice that you'd have for anyone listening to this early stage business owners, or maybe people even thinking about starting a business, mate, Mm. they're probably uh, after listening to you, mate, they're probably not going to start a business. (laughs) They're like, if that's what it is, if that's what it takes, maybe not get into this. Yeah, yeah, start like, advice, man. yeah, 100%. I think there's a couple of things. Like if you haven't started a business and you're thinking about it and you, you hear the advice and it's, it, I'm just repeating what everyone else said, like it'll be prepared to go through hell. Like it, it is not an easy path. Uh, it's those who can hang on and continue on with it, but have to have that, that grander vision to stick with it. Are the guys who are going to be successful and the odds of that are happening are fucking minimal and that's okay. Right. So it's first like, you know, are you, are you ready to really go on this? And you might think, well, I'll be the unicorn, I'll be the one odd person who doesn't have to go through it. Well, it's, that's not the truth. I thought that as well for, for two businesses, uh, much older and wiser now, as you can tell from the wrinkles on my head. Um, the well, second the thing podcast, is <laughs> you can hear my wrinkles. The, the <laughs> second thing is, um, look, if you're in business and you're operating currently, I think there's, there's an area that gets um, not looked at heavily enough and that's really around data. I'm big on data. I think numbers uh, help you make better decisions in the business and numbers don't lie. Uh, it's the truth. And so it's, it's become, you need, you need to become almost a lover of data to help grow your business because data will help you see progress. Data will help you see blind spots. Data will help you uh, make the specific moves you need to do rather than just emotional uh, moves that we tend to do. So I think anyone who's running a business, like you, you need to really fucking amp up your game when it comes to, to the realm of data. Like I'm, I'm big on data, not just in business, in life. Like my morning power routine is tracked every day. I get a score off the back of it for the things that you do versus don't. I have a score that comes in every week, the same with the guys in the Rising Kings experience, but it's, it's really looking at that uh, notion in terms of your data set for your business that, that needs to become like mandatory, like tracking every single day. Where are you spending your time? Because if you turn around and you go, man, fuck, big day, 16 hours, like in my first business. But if I looked at what was I doing in that 16 hours, I'd be horrified in this, in, in today's day and era in terms of what I understand, because I'd be like, dude, you're just spending fucking four, 15 of those hours on the wrong tasks. You're doing the shit that's fun. And you're wondering why the business isn't accelerating at the, at the pace that you want it to accelerate at. So I think those two things, man, like one, really think about, am I prepared to go through this? And it's cool if you are, and it's cool if you're not. And if you're not, you can still get as much uh, excitement, joy, value, out of working for someone else. Like I've, I've been employed by several employees 
uh, employers, sorry. And one of the things that, that really allowed me to stand out from a lot of my peers was I treated the business like it was my own business. Like I fucking showed up every day as like this entrepreneur, like really, I was like, how can I do my best for my management, for executives, all that sort of thing. And really going in there. And that gave me my vision and purpose while I was working for someone else. So you don't have to run your own business to, to operate like an entrepreneur. And then secondly is, is really thinking about where are all these, like what's the data I should be collecting that's going to give me the story on what I need to do next in the business to grow it. Awesome, man. And where can uh, everyone find it? Anyone listening to this wants to check you out. And you also mentioned something about the, the, the seven... Oh, the morning power routine, like a, a basic introductory yeah. seven-step piece. So where can they find you? Where can they find that as well? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me at uh, rising-kings.com. But if you just Google uh, Rising Kings, uh, it'll show up. Uh, we're the only ones with that name. We've trademarked that name. We've got all that dialed in. So you just look at Rising Kings. And then secondly, for, for the morning power routine, yeah, if you just go to rising-kings.com forward slash MPR for morning power routine, uh, we'll make sure that there's uh, a download ready for you guys and you can download the morning power routine. UT, Benny, mate, thanks for coming on. Absolute pleasure to speak to you again. Always yeah, love speaking to this guy. Always love speaking <laughs> to this guy, mate. Hey, love it, brother. Keep up the good work, Lukey Page. Thanks, bro. Pleasure being here. Hey there, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date with podcasts that I release every couple of weeks. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please, I really, really appreciate it if you leave me a review. And you can also find me on Instagram at LukePage underscore underscore underscore.